Blog Talk Radio. to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. ZJ Sports. Glad to be back in the Carolina Sports Plus studio tonight. It's been a couple weeks um, before I get to my co-host in here. I do want to take a moment to apologize for not being here last week. Um, Crazy week last week as we had... The biggest of all big dogs for my real job, as we're going to label that, um, Circle K, um, the president um, coming from Canada um, to visit the stores. And we spent the last month, month and a half um, basically remodeling the store just for most of the stores got a 10, 15 visit, a 10 to 15 minute visit while the other four stores that got visited. Uh, mine ended up being an hour-long visit as they did lunch in my store, um, but they pretty much completely remodeled the inside of my store, got the self-checkouts in there and everything else. Um, so it was a crazy week, um, and it was on Wednesday, so uh, very little sleep all week to include the night before. Uh, it was going in 2 o'clock in the morning, not getting home till 9, 10 o'clock at night. Didn't watch sports for about a week, week and a half. Not that I got to watch much more sports this week. Not that this much was much, much less crazy, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Um, with an audit today, um, a visit with the regional, uh, regional and uh, district manager yesterday. So it's been hectic, but glad to be back in the studio. With all that said, and getting the apology out of the way, um, because I I am all about trying to be consistent, especially uh, this season and moving forward. There's going to be some days we're going to miss. we got both got vacations. Uh, Mario's got family um, and and things planned, and of course I do as well. I know the end of July we're going to be in Hocking Hills. There is absolutely positively no cell phone service at all. So uh, I already know there's a week uh, that I'm going to miss in July. Um, But... uh, I want to make sure that we hit all the weeks that we can and have shows all the week we can so that the weeks we have um, family stuff and are out of town, there are a few far and in between, and it's very consistent this year. Um, so I did want to get the apology up front and out the way before I get to my co-host in here and uh, get things rolling. So without any further delay, let's go ahead and get Mario in the uh, Carolina Sports Plus studio as well. Mario, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. How you doing today? 
I'm doing good. Uh, can't complain. Um, glad today's over with. Tomorrow's going to be hopefully a short day. I've already got 50 hours in for the week. Okay. And so uh, got one more day. So hopefully we get this day short and uh, get some things accomplished. Um, but before we jump into sports, uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, pump the break a second. How are you doing? How you been? We ain't talked in a couple of weeks. Uh, how's life been in North Kakalaki? Oh, it's been fine. It's been fine. Weather's been good. Carolina loser. Well, it's not too But uh, besides that, you know, everything's good. So everything's all right. Weather's not too bad here. It's kind of a little bit all over the place. And it's funny. And I get this all the time, and then we'll get into things. Uh, people uh, talk about Ohio weather. Oh, it's cold one day, warm the next day. People understand this. It happens everywhere. Two weeks ago yeah. in Southern California, NASCAR was supposed to have a race on a Saturday, the Xfinity Series, and it snowed in Southern California on a Saturday just two weeks ago. But I lived in North Carolina for 25 years. And for all of those that are listening from Ohio, and they think that Ohio is the only place that it snows one day and 70 the next day, or it, it snows part of the day and sunny the other part, it happens everywhere. It happens in North Carolina. I've seen literally all four seasons in a day in North Carolina. I've seen it be mm-hmm. 70 degrees, and then it's snowing the same day. Um, but anyway, uh, let them know where they can find physically and on the uh, 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 Facebook, your website, everything Carolina Sports Plus before we jump into this night. Okay, you can find us. Uh, we're located in Rachel, North Carolina, 1318 Highway 401 Business. We're also online at com, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. We're also doing a raffle. We're also doing a shoe raffle if anybody's interested. So please check us out at carolinasportsplus.com. Make sure you guys jump over there to his Facebook page. Follow him on Facebook at Carolina mm-hmm. Sports Plus. But let's, let's, let's throw a couple highlights out of it. First of all, he does price comparison. Um, got hellified deals. He, he's got price comparisons of some of the biggest names out there and, and their price versus his price. And I have not seen a price yet that he has not beat yet. Um, yep. Got great commercials. Um, got great uh, post and also giving away. What is it every other week? Did I see that right? A pair of uh, shoes you're giving away? Oh, once we're doing it once a month. The second, the second weekend, the second week, yeah, the second week of every month. That Friday night. That's where I saw the second part at. Was it wasn't every other every other week? It was second week of the uh, month. Okay, um, I knew it was yep. awesome. I've been trying to keep up with things. It's just been so hectic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no, yeah. you have no idea how many times the wife has messaged me. I've not got to my phone. Then either later on to get a phone call to make sure I'm still alive or get about as my phone starts blowing up with, with Facebook message, Snap message, tech message, and Instagram message talking about Bear, because she calls me Bear. Bear, question mark, are you there? Are you alive? Um, it's, it's, been, it's been a hectic couple of weeks. But, uh... Uh, we all know this is where I prefer to be. Um, this is this is our hour to kind of get away from the world. I would say from work, but your work is sports, so you really don't want to get away from that. Um, but um, an opportunity to just kind of let everything be and talk sports. Um, a few interesting topics, uh, and hopefully you got a few to go with it tonight. 
Um, I just saw as I was getting things ready for the show, because uh, there's been a lot of talks with this whole Lamar Jackson thing. And then yeah. and then the whole talks of the whole Aaron Rodgers thing and the Jets and the Giants and this and that and, and possibility of Miami. And then right before I got on the show, I see that the Giants went ahead and gave Daniel Jones either an extension or a contract. Four years is like $160 million. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking yeah, to myself. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, out of all the available quarterbacks out there, Daniel Jones this year had an all right year, nothing to brag about, but better than previous years. Mm, You didn't want to pursue any of the other options. Like, you have a beast of a running back. You have an opportunity to get a quarterback there and maybe draft some wide receiver, young receivers, or pick up some free uh, uh, receivers of free agency. And with the names out there, the the possibilities, you decided that you were fine with Daniel Jones. I don't know if I quite – yeah, I don't – that's interesting to me. Yeah, very interesting. That, he had a he had a great that's, he had that's, a good year he had a good year when it when it was needed you know what I mean that's commitment that's, that's dedication to a quarterback that does not really prove yeah. their worth not 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 only you had other options like but you're committing to a quarterback and not only you're committing you you're yeah we're gonna pay you 160 million like. That's a lot of money to be committed to. Yep. Um, and and I, I know not all of it's guaranteed. I'm not sure how much of it was guaranteed without – I hope it's going to be pulled back up or not. How much of it was guaranteed. Let's get right come back on my screen here in a second. But you're, you're talking guaranteed $35 million in incentives. In, incentives. So that means the other 125 must be guaranteed. No, so there's potentially – a possibility of 135 then because there's 160 and 35 million in incentives um that's a lot of money to say hey you've been mediocre at best you're an average quarterback yeah. you, you mm-hmm. it, it, on a good day on a curve you maybe got a b minus but you're you're about a c c, yeah. c plus kind of quarterback we're going to give you up to the possibility of $195 million. Like, that's, that's, that's serious commitment on something that somebody's just basically average. Yeah, I was thinking, I think, I think they got, I think they got scared of the fact of what could be if he left after the year that he had. Just like the GM said, just like the GM said, uh, to, this weekend at the combine, if he would have known all this, he would have signed into his fifth year option last year. You know what I mean? So obviously they're kind of they're kind of fifty fifty on it just because he got potential, he took him to the playoffs, and what we're gonna do now if we let him go and try to find who? You know? So that's it's a tricky situation, but I think they was fifty fifty. They didn't know what they really wanted to do, but he played good, but they didn't want to let him go either. So so to beat all that, let's just sign him and see what we can do with him since he had a good year last year under the first-year head coach, you know what I mean, that left from Buffalo. So obviously he had, he had, something, to, he had something good to say about it because if he didn't, he wouldn't be there, you know. 
So he's kind of like we all, we all know that for him. Now we all know I'm not big on Lamar Jackson at all, but you oh, have yeah. the, the the possibilities, and obviously Lamar yeah. Jackson is a far fetched yeah. one because Lamar Jackson yeah. just wanted way too much money, and yeah. Baltimore said finally, you know, we're we're going to give you how do they word it? It's a franchise tag, but it's on something. Basically, other teams yeah. have talked to him. He's not. I think it's unrestricted franchise tag mm-hmm. or whatever they labeled it as. Um, yeah. Non-exclusive tag, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, even Baltimore doesn't feel that Lamar Jackson is worth the money Lamar Jackson's won. And, and I, I would even lowball it even farther. But I'm not big on that type of quarterback. I didn't like – I wasn't a big on Colin Kaepernick. I wasn't big on Cam Newton. I wasn't big on Michael Vick. I'm not going to be big on Lamar Jackson. I just not, – not my – and, you know, I still – I'm – I feel that Deshaun Watson's got a better arm and has slowed down with the running, but there's been at times that I've not big, been real big on Deshaun Watson, and we're going to see what he brings to Cleveland. <laughs> but I could possibly not be real big on what Deshaun Johnson or Deshaun Watson brings um, to the Cleveland Browns either. Yeah. And, of course, you got Aaron Rodgers on the back end of his career. You're going to get a couple good years at best out of him, and he's going to come with one the high uh, yeah, yeah, and he's going to come with a, a heavy price tag as well. But when you, you're talking, you're committing 160, almost 100, and up to 195 dollars in, in a quarterback that has been average. I, I maybe I would be willing to roll a dice and say, you know what, let's go with one of these rookie con, uh, uh, quarterbacks coming out. You got what Bryce coming out of Alabama. You got C.J. Stroud coming out of Ohio State. Um, those are just a couple. Um, names coming out of college that now you can get on a rookie contract. Now you got a quarterback that's probably going to be just at least just as average coming out of college as what you have now, and you're not committed to hardly any money, a rookie contract, and you can build a team. And cause a lot of, that's what a lot of these teams are doing right now. We're going to get us a good oh, yeah. rookie quarterback out of college, and then we're we're not paying him because he's a rookie. We done changed all that how that goes, and we're going to build a team, spend that money to go around him, and make a run for a, a championship. But, you know, that's what uh, the Rams try yeah. to do. That's what Kansas City did at first. Um, Seattle did that before everybody started wanting their money. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I kind of scratched my head. Well, if that was your op- best option, then why not roll the dice? Hey, let's, let's get a rookie quarterback, lock him up four or five years, pay him a fraction. We're going to go out and get us some top-notch receivers to at least give him a chance, build a work on the offensive line, and, and then go that route versus committing that type of money to someone that's probably yeah. not getting any better. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he, he picked – but Jones, he did play a, a big factor in them, in them wins he had because, you know, his legs is on. But I, he did have a good year, but it happened at a good time. So it kind of like – but I don't see – I don't see him worth more as far as money-wise than Lamar Jackson. You know, they're just – I think the Lamar Jackson situation is very tricky. You know, with Deshaun Watson coming out and getting all them guaranteed monies, you know, and setting setting the quarterback market so high that owners didn't like it. You know, because no owners don't want to pay guaranteed money. And plus, he, he doesn't play – he doesn't play 
all all the games. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's that's definitely playing that's definitely playing a, a big factor in it too because he only played at the last couple of years at the last five years thirty to forty percent you know of his games he missed. You know. Now, so that 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 definitely plays. That Cleveland definitely kind plays. of. Cleveland kind of did something that kind of I think pissed off a lot of people with that because a lot of people now you yeah yeah you set a bar on how much quarterbacks are yeah. worth and nobody else is getting that yeah money. but I think yeah. that Cleveland also had their back in the corner they they knew yeah. that the the uh, they needed the Baker Mayfield thing had run his course that yeah. that we hadn't had a quarterback in a very long time that was legit I, I think the last quarterback, and I'm not going to say he was legit, but at least got us yeah. to the playoffs, Like, and it was legitimately making the playoffs, not just slipping in on a wild card, was probably back in Bernie yeah. Kosar days. So you're talking late 80s, early yeah. 90s. Yeah. So I, uh-huh. I think I think Cleveland was in a predicament, look, we're going to throw this money out there. We're going to land yeah. a quarterback that has been top of the AFC up until that point in time. It was one of the top – top three easily quarterbacks in the EFC. We're going to throw this money out there. We're going to guarantee that when he is allowed to play, we are going to ha- we're going to put ourselves front runner of getting a quarterback that has been top three quarterback in the EFC for a few years now. And it, it don't matter what cost, we're going to get him, and we're going to build around that. We're going to take our chance that he gets suspended. We're going to pay him a million dollars that first year and then build his contract around that, which also pissed off a lot of people. Um, and then we're 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 gonna run with it. We got two running backs. Um, we got you know they made some moves on receivers. We got some young receivers. We got a young defense. So we're not committed to a lot of money still at this point. So we can absorb this contract, this guaranteed money, and we're we're going we're gonna make a we're gonna make a legitimate run at it now. I think as contracts start to run out, I think it's going to be harder and harder for Cleveland to make this run. Like this run has got to happen this year or next year, because after that, when when Chubb needs more money or Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. needs more money, I know that we got Amari uh, Cooper for this year, but there's questions whether or not we're going to be able to afford him the next year. You got People yeah. Jones when his contract run up out of his rookie year, then things are starting to, will start to get tricky because now you got to start paying people. That's what happened to Seattle. Mm-hmm. That when the, the you had the Legion of Boom, you had um, Marshawn Lynch, you had uh, Russell Wilson, you had these receivers. It was all fine and dandy those first three or four years that um, uh, Russell Wilson was there, but then once everybody got off those rookie contracts and started wanting to get paid and got to the Super Bowl and, hey, well, well, we're worth this type of money, that's when everybody started going their own way because Seattle couldn't Mm -hmm. afford it. In Kansas City, that's why they've lost a lot of the players over the last few years. Once you committed to all that money, was it Chris Johnson's name on the defense? And then, of course, uh, um, Mahomes, you, you, you kind of put yourself in a predicament. Everybody started wanting their money coming off those contracts, um, yeah. and, and now you're trying to keep pieces. That's why that receiving core has rotated outside of Kelsey. 
they, they've gone through receiver after receiver after receiver because you can't afford to keep a receiver that, yeah. that, especially when you have someone like Mahomes that helps elevate a receiver to a different level. Once the, these yeah. other teams see, well, hell, this is what this receiver can do, you know, given the right quarterback or quarterback a throw, their value is a lot more. And, and so now these receivers um, are, are wanting more money after the, you know, same thing with Brady. You know, you, you went to Brady, didn't really have a name, but then, you know, to have the to have someone like Gronkowski on your team or have someone like yeah. Hernandez before, you know, those two names right there uh, before he went to jail, you know, those were no, no names. And so Brady made those names and, you know, it would have caused an arm and leg for them to go anywhere else. Um, the, the, the Patriots system is a little bit different system. You're kind of committed to that system. Most of those mm-hmm. players are willing to not maybe go maximum contract to be part of a winning team. Um, and, and Brady took many cuts to, to keep that run going. Um, but yeah, he did. It's interesting how, what, what decision that to me anyway, the decision that the New York Jets made, um, instead of, um, Either a pursuing one of the free agents, which I, you know, no, not knowing the salary cap situation, and, and whether or not you wanted to, you know, only be a year or two year project, which you could have been a year or two project. You could have said, hey, look, we're Aaron Rodgers, come play, um, come play with us. You know, we we started turn things around. And then also drafted a quarterback. You you get a rookie con a rookie quarterback. You get a four or five year deal. Ain't costing you anything. Gets a mentor under Aaron Rodgers would have been ideal as well. Could have put C.J. Stroud or Bryce or whatever, Bryce Young or whatever, underneath yeah. Aaron Rodgers and learn whatever the case may be, or just gone and drafted one of these young quarterbacks and just hit the reset button. Um, I, I don't think that these quarterbacks was really much of a downgrade versus what you had um, in Daniel Jones. So I don't know. That just <laughs> um, what's up with your boy, Jay Mor- uh, Ja Morant? Um, oh man! Oh man! He got he got he got to be that that that's been the topic all week. He got he got to be the most. <laughs> You know, I, I don't want to say, you know, an inappropriate word, but he got to be the non-thinking person right now as far as the crew he hangs out with, what is he trying to prove, you know, uh, you know, not well, thinking. Well, one of the headlines on was, today was that he was cleared of criminal charges, but the Grizzlies yeah. say he'll miss at least four more games. Four more um, games, yeah. It's crazy. One, it's a bad time to be missing games. You're, you're coming to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Seeding, um, seeding does play a factor. You know, teams are going to want to yeah. have home court advantage and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all that lies. It just kills me because also Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals, another one. He's managed to get himself back in the, uh, the headlines. Um, the police was back out of his house, had to do with a shooting, a juvenile. Um, I've not seen any updates. I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt and assume that someone was trying to rob him or breaking his house, Robin, and that's why a juvenile. But can't put nothing past the juvenile either. <laughs> no. So I'm going to wait for more, more updates on that. Yeah. But I, I, I don't understand, like, you have all this money. You have the lifestyle 
Yeah. I, <laughs> I was having this conversation, and I got two guys that work with me, and it's a lot of sports talking. Um, oh. As a matter of fact, if there was a way possible, I, I would have them just sit and do a show uh, once a week for us. I, and that's all they do, it, it just talk sports yeah. all day long. That's it. And it's unfortunate for me because I don't get to be part of the conversation a lot of times because they're up at the register and they're right there by each other. And I'm constantly, you, you've been with, in stores yeah. I've worked, you, you know, I'm all over the place. Uh, I'm not just one to stand there. Yeah. Um, and, and so I miss out on a lot of conversations. But, I, you know, one of the days we were talking about this stuff, and, I'm, and I, I turned around. I'm like, you know, if I was an athlete, like, I don't even know if I would be married. I don't even know if I would, mm. because I, I don't know if I would go through the whole girlfriend process, process to get married while being an athlete, because I wouldn't even want that drama or have that whole situation. Like, yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, I told him I would probably just take care of things myself. Like, like I would probably stay in my house and mind my business do my thing mm. to myself so I ain't got to worry about any woman drama. And, and I'm not saying it's just woman drama because if I was a woman, I'd probably be the same way. I'd probably have a whole trunk full of toys from Hustler or Adam and Eve or whatever you, whatever your choosing is and not even have to deal with any drama and worry about any baby mamas, any baby daddies, any any situations, anybody trying to half of anything like I, I just I, I think I would have to it's seeing where this world is at, especially today. I would have mm. to cut myself off from everything because it's like I, you got Miles Garrett that missed a couple games because he wants to go 100 miles an hour on the highway. You got yeah. Jay Morant that's now yeah. in trouble with the guns and Mixon who hits females and and now is gun situation like. I know my my example is a little bit to the extreme, but is it really too much to ask just to just to live a normal life? Like, I understand there's yeah. a lot of money and there's a lot of high profile, but you don't got to beat anybody. You don't have to have a gun and get yourself arrested. Like, is it really that hard to just kind of? Most of you, most of them can afford to have bodyguards, and a lot of them do have bodyguards when they go out. Yeah. So there's really no point and reason to have a gun, really, um, other than to protect yourself in the house. That's why I said I give Nixon the benefit of the doubt until I get more of an update. But it's like they draw this drama to themselves, like just live a normal mm-hmm. life, like live a normal but luxurious financially very wealthy life. Like, I know it may be easier said than dumb because I don't live in their shoes, but I, I'm i sure beating your woman or having to have a gun in a juvenile and whatever the situation was with Morant, like, I, I, I'd be willing to bet that that all could have been very easily prevented. Yeah. And all that's true. At first it was kind of like speculation what happened, but Obviously, all that all that that happened with him is definitely true. You know what I mean? Waving a gun at the seventeen year old after beating him up. The Indiana situation with him and a group of guys in the car with the red beam. You know, so all that you know, and that and that's a tricky situation too. And then him carrying him carrying guns on the airplane. So you know, he he, he definitely he definitely got something to think about. And definitely, people are asking him a lot of questions. So, 
it just makes it, it just makes the NBA look bad, makes him look bad, it makes it makes the situation look bad, and especially dealing with 2023 because a lot of people are dying behind guns, you know. So it's just a tricky situation that you really don't want to be a part of. It also puts Nike in an interesting situation. Oh, yeah. You, know, yes, you, you just watch Nike yeah. dump uh, Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving for what Kyrie. was going on. And, and that's over Now you got over. The, yeah. Kind of, I'm kind of interested to see how the whole Nike relationship plays out. Um Especially after watching them and how they handled things with Kyrie, yeah. so I'm not going to see. I'm not going to say one's lesser or more severe than the other, but mm-hmm. I, I think Nike's final straw, or you know, what broke the camel back with him, them and uh, Kyrie, was the um, whatever video or whatever um, the book that he shared. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not going to make light of what was all shared because I don't even know all the details of what was shared. But yeah. when you talk about yeah, a gun and a 17-year-old, yeah. you know, that, that's pretty – that's pretty – it's a pretty big deal as well. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> one day, one day you're beating up 17-year-olds in the gym. Next day you have a gun. In a strip club, you know what I mean? Next day you have a gun on the airplane. Next day you have a gun on uh, after a game, after losing a game. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just, too, much, that's just too much guns, man. You know, that's just, just too much guns in 2023, you know? So it's just, it's, just a, it's just a bad situation to be in dealing with guns. Especially when you make that type of money, and like I said, I know they got bodyguards. Like, if, if not, you can yeah. afford to have a bodyguard. The, the type of money yeah. you're making, and, and unfortunately, yeah. we live in a world that it comes to that where you feel that you need to carry a gun. And I'm all about mm-hmm. people owning the guns. I, I might even say, I'm, oh, yeah. I, I'm very much yeah. pro. Yeah, I took class yeah. to yeah. have my CCW before they made this an open carry state. Um, once we get our finances right, I will have me a, a, a probably a nine and, and be at the range all the time. And when I finally upgrade and get in the country, I will have multiple guns to be able to shoot all yeah. I want when I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also sad to know we live in a time that you feel that either a you got to carry a gun, or b that you know we're talking, well, just higher security. We People shouldn't have to hire security um, to go places. But, you know, unfortunately, that's the time time and ages that we live in. And so you you got to be smart about it. Either, you know, either be low profile or you, hi, you hire that security. And, mm-hmm. and I say that, but one of the most popular and biggest names in all sports period is Tom Brady, and we've never heard anything about a gun. or se- I'm sure he has yeah. security, but we didn't even you know, have a conversation about his security and what, to, what and when to that extent goes to. So yeah. um, I don't know. You know, I think part of it's got to do with who you allow yourself to, to roll with and, and uh, mm-hmm. the type of people you keep in your company. Yeah. That's right. Damn, <laughs> um, there was something I was going to jump who, into and I forgot. Who, who, Go ahead. Who's going to be the number one pick? 
I have a feeling Alabama's quarterback is going to end up being the number one pick. I, I don't know. I'm not big on one. I, I don't feel any of the quarterbacks to include Ohio State. C.J. Stroud is number one pick quality, I, but it I, seems I think like he's people the best get one out of him. I like him I'll the best too, but I try. Yeah, I try not to brag about it or make a big push about it because one, I didn't watch any Alabama games this year, so I don't know how good or not good. Um, I, I feel a lot of years especially when it comes to Alabama quarterbacks, because most of them are not successful. Most of them look good when they play for Alabama, but also Alabama usually has good running backs, good receivers, and a good Ooh, defense. I don't ever feel that their quarter – I don't feel that their quarterback is ever phenomenal. I, I feel you can put almost any Joe Schmo back there, but when you have big grown men – as your offensive line, and when you have running backs like Derrick Henry, when you have receivers like Amari Cooper, and I forget the name of the wide receiver played for Philadelphia this year, um, but the receivers that they produce or the you know have come through Alabama, and that defense, mm-hmm. it don't matter who you put back there as a quarterback, they're going to look good. Um, Mac Jones, another one. I don't think that he was all that great. He looked good at Alabama, but you're in a product. Just like Tom Brady. I think if Tom Brady would went the other, he was he was a, not even supposed to play in Michigan. Was a six round pick, the 199th pick. That tells you anything about Tom Brady. He just happened to be in the right system. Now he kind of proved that a little bit wrong when he went to Tampa Bay. But I think after 20 years, you you pick up on things and. You, you, you're able to fine-tune your skills, but I, I think that first handful of years of Tom Brady would have went anywhere else other than the Bill Belichick system. No, it wouldn't have worked. Um, and so and everybody's like, well, he ain't there now. And Mac Jones, well, I don't think that's necessarily Mac Jones doing. I think that's got a lot to do with a lot of pieces are gone. It's not just Tom Brady gone. Um, you know, some of the coaches have come and gone, and there's just not a lot of mm. veteran players. When Brady was there, there was a lot of veteran players that stayed there in a winning system. Um, yeah. And also the competition. I, 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 I hate getting into this beef about SEC and Big Ten, but I feel that Ohio State more years than not plays a, a tougher schedule than Alabama. Most years, Alabama might play an LSU. They might play one other tough team. And, and that's really it. The most, the rest of their schedule, even though it gets some SEC teams, it's usually the weaker SEC teams. It's usually powder puff schedules. They don't play. They don't play anywhere up north where it's cold. Once it gets to the back half of the season, unless it's into a dome, um, you're, you're not going to catch them playing at the end of October or November in, in a snow area in an open field. They're just not going to do it. Um, Ohio State usually plays a little bit tougher. Usually uh, Michigan's ranked in the top 25, usually in the top 15. Michigan State a lot of years are. Wisconsin usually. Nebraska's hit and miss. Northwestern's hit and miss. Uh, but you're also playing in the you're playing in the cold Midwest. You're not playing in the sunny South. Um, and it's not every year. There, there's years that, yes, Ohio State – doesn't play hardly any ranked team, but they go into the year usually playing the same tough schedule that they play every year, just whether everybody else plays to the, their potential or not. Um, yeah. 
But I tried to, like I said, I didn't watch Alabama games this year, um, so I can't sit there and talk about their quarterback and not knowing I watched my quarterback. I feel Ohio State's quarterback was very accurate, made great decisions. Uh, I, I think if Garrett Wilson, sorry, not Garrett Wilson, but uh, Marvin Wilson Jr., or Marvin, um, oh, what is uh, our receiver's name? Marvin Harrison Jr., went and mm-hmm. got knocked out of that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm not one of those. I thought it was a cheap shot. I, you know, I, I think, yes, it should have yeah. been. Um, it should have been a penalty, but I don't think it was a cheap shot. I don't think it was ejectable. Um, I, I just feel that it just hit him in the right place that he concussed, and that was it. I think if we wouldn't yeah. have lost um, Harrison Jr., we would have won that game against Georgia. Um, I mm. think we were the only team that gave Georgia yeah. a run this year. Um, I so. Yeah. I, I I feel that we do have the better quarterback, but I, I can't, you know, like I said, I didn't watch any Alabama game, so I don't want to base my opinion on me being an Ohio State fan versus being an Alabama fan because all, for all I know, you know, their quarterback could have been the best quarterback since, you know, Sliced bread, and, you know, I wouldn't know yeah. no difference because I didn't watch any Alabama games. I I, I have a – hatred to Alabama just as much as I have to Michigan would be the same hate for you to Duke. Um, so I have no desire oh, yeah. unless Ohio State's playing yeah. or I happen to be somewhere the Alabama game's on and I'm hoping they're losing so or they they, they lose is the only time I catch an, an Alabama game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, before I jump in, because I, remember, I finally remember my other topic. Before I jump in, though, I want to make sure I remind you guys, Tuesday night, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, you guys can catch Race Chat Live, um, 8 o'clock, right here. Um, catch you guys up on all the latest, what's got to do with racing, mainly NASCAR. That's why I try to make sure I steer away from the whole NASCAR conversations. Um, on Wednesday nights because they cover it all on Tuesday nights. Um, we are three weeks into our Race Chat Live slash 110 Nation um, NASCAR pool. I am second in Group A. Um, the wife has found herself, I think she was first in week one, but she's in last place now this week. Um, so she's she's quickly falling out of first. Um, I am very very close into second place, so I feel good about going into this weekend as NASCAR makes their way to Phoenix. We'll see how that plays out for us. Uh, but uh, make sure you guys check them out. Like I said, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. You guys can like them on Facebook, Race Chat Live. Uh, make sure you guys follow them on Facebook. Um, we have cash prizes for the NASCAR pool this year, and... Uh, you guys can follow along because we'll be doing it again next year, cash prize and a trophy. Um, so make sure you guys follow along. That way next year you guys will be part of that. No, don't cost anything to be part of it. We did it for free. Um, just want an opportunity to, opportunity to uh, expand our pool. We had a 110 pool um, last year. Uh, Miss Lee won the overall. I won, I think, the Xfinity Series. Um, this year we just did the, the Cup Series because – we involved more people, and we went from the five of us last year to we have two groups of a total of 14 people. So hopefully we grow that again even further next year. 
Um, Thursday night, uh, next month, um, Southern Dirt Trap Report will be making its return to the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Looking forward to having them 8 o'clock on Thursday nights. And don't forget, you guys can go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com to catch all the shows on that page. It also uh, has tabs to all the different um, platforms that we're on because I, I know people catch um, – podcasts on different platforms. Um, so you, there's tabs on there. You can go to iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, G, J.O. Savion, how you say that, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, and YouTube, and catch all our shows there. You can follow it there. It'll notify you. That way you don't have to go to our website or catch it here on Block Talk Radio. Um, I know a lot of times I catch it on iHeartRadio because I have the iHeartRadio app on my phone. Um, so usually Wednesday mornings when I go into work, I will play um, Tuesday night's Race Chat Live. Um, because of my schedule, I usually am in bed. Um, I stay up later on Wednesday nights to do the show. Um, but through the mm-hmm. week, usually I'm in bed already. It's uh, 2, oh, two 3 o'clock early in the morning. So um, oh, yeah, I'm lucky tomorrow I get to sleep in until 3.25. Um, so that's sleeping in for me for the week. Um, so, uh, But uh, make sure you guys check that out as well. Um, LeBron James has uh, injured himself. And uh, not sure when he'll return. Um, Anthony Davis playing some good basketball right now. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, what do you think about the Lakers right now? Really, the Lakers are creeping up. The Lakers are creeping up. They have some good. They have some good wins against teams they needed, and and some teams that some teams that was above them lost. So it's very competitive in the West. So. We're about to see how, how it goes, but they definitely need LeBron James to make any type of real push, you know, in the mm-hmm. playoffs if they if they get in. But their chances are looking good, at least to, at least to get in the playoffs, to, to get in the play-in game. But I wouldn't want to play the Lakers. Yeah. I wouldn't want to play the Lakers if, if I was any other team. If LeBron I know James there was a mixed review. I know there was some mixed reviews on uh, first things first. Um, God, I can see his face, but I can't remember who it was. He played for the Boston Celtics. He was on the show this, uh, this morning um, and, and talking about the Lakers, and especially if you get a healthy LeBron back. Um, honestly, I think this might be a good thing for the Lakers because two things. One, with LeBron's age, um, as long as he comes mm. back, he's able to come back healthy. He gives them an opportunity, especially what we twenty some seasons in now, um, to rest before the playoffs. So he comes back to the playoffs fresh. Um, but also, yeah. it gives you an, it gives them an opportunity. You got Schroeder back. You added a couple of other pieces back. You give an opportunity for these players that you added before the trade deadline happened um, to get into rhythm, get get some good quality playing time. Um, some important playing time because it's not just garbage time because you're winning LeBron sitting out, but this is good quality time. They need to play at the highest level to help win, to help get into the playoffs. Um, so this might be the best case scenario other than you know, as long as LeBron comes back and is able to play in the playoffs, uh, might be the best case scenario for the Lakers. Um, 
for for those reasons with LeBron getting rest and these players that you 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 picked up getting acquainted and getting into a rhythm and, and being part of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. We're right around the corner. I didn't, I didn't think about this too earlier today. We're right around the corner. Because I've been playing, I, I don't know if you do the sports bet thing and all. I don't know if we, I, we might have had this conversation. But I have a, I have an account on FanDuel. I got that free so many hundred dollars uh, for doing an account, depositing five dollars. And I did the same thing with DraftKings. Um, and yeah. I've got a, I've been getting a rhythm. Like on the weekends, I'll get in a rhythm where I'll bet on games that the odds are so astronomical. I'll bet five dollars because now I'm on real money. I've done bet all the free money, fake money they gave me. Mm-hmm. So I'll bet like yeah. I'll bet the games that they're astronomical, like two thousand odd favors to win the games or whatever. And so I win mm-hmm. like seventeen cents this game or thirty five cents that game. But I'll do enough games throughout the day that I can win two. Two or three dollars, and I look at it as if I can win two or three dollars every day for thirty days. I mean, that stuff adds up after a while. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, I had like last week, I'd, I'd won like almost five dollars. Then Iowa lost at home in an upset game, and so it cost me five dollars. So I basically broke even for the entire day on Saturday, whatever it was. Um, but I started thinking to myself, damn, because I, I saw that the fact that the uh, big, you no, know, the uh, East, uh, Big East has their uh, tournament coming up. And I'm like, damn, I, I did not give no thought. We're right around the corner for some March Madness. What is the atmosphere like in North Carolina? Um, I know what it's like football time here in Ohio when, when you, where we're getting ready to have the Big Ten championship. And we're, we're, we're talking about playoff games. You're talking Ohio State. You're talking Michigan. Um, and in some years, you know, you have a couple, a couple of the teams that are somewhat in the conversation, but especially when you got the Big Ten championship game, you, you got some serious conversation. And not so much um, in North Carolina. It, it might be a, a conversation, but it's not for really any legitimate shot um, of getting to a playoff berth and actually competing for a national title. But when you when you start talking basketball and you start talking March oh, yeah. Madness, mm-hmm. the role is split because we're not talking much basketball yeah. here at this point. Um, yeah. we're, we're we're more ready to see what Ohio State's doing in the off season for football versus worrying about if Ohio State's going to make a big the big dance. Yeah. Um, but it's different in North Carolina. I spent many years. Yes, I bounced in Chapel Hill for eight years. I was there the yeah. year Tyler, Tyler uh, Hansbury and her uh, Hansbury or whatever, and all of them won that that national title. That was the craziest mm-hmm. thing I ever experienced. Working Chapel yeah. Hill that that year and being at, at working at uh, PT's Grill at the corner of Henderson and Rosemary um, when they won the national title and watching everybody rush to Franklin Street, uh, yeah. but it's a different buzz. And I've also worked in uh, uh, Durham and you know, I helped for a year, one season. We helped feed the Duke basketball team, so I've been in both cities. Um, I will admit, even though I'm not a Tar Heel, if I'm going to choose one or the other, I'm going to pick Duke, sorry. Um, yeah. But I, when it comes to atmosphere, I would rather be in Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill was great. I love Chapel Hill. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. what's, what's, what's the atmosphere like? Um, are, are we getting excited for this year? How do we feel the Tar Heels oh, are yeah, going to do yeah. in the tournament this year? Yeah, it's, it's definitely excitement just because, you, like you said, in Carolina, it's all about basketball around this time of the year. I'm actually watching the game right now on the TV. But it is it is, it is, is buzz, you know, because that's what we do. We play basketball. And then when Duke 
with Duke winning the last two games against Carolina and how Carolina beat Duke last year and uh, the must-win for Carolina now, you know, just to get in the tournament after being the number one seed coming into the year is kind of, kind of, it's kind of a big deal with State and uh, Duke playing good. So you got State and Duke fans all around. So it's, it's, it's definitely a good atmosphere around here in North Carolina when it comes to basketball. This year, not just this year, but every year, just because how how Carol, how Carolina is. But uh, it's enjoyable, great time of the year to be involved in basketball, and uh, hopefully Carolina can do something within this tournament, an ACC tournament. It's funny because you, you kind of almost feel bad at times for NC State fans. And, and the reason is, it, it's not like they've never won a national title. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not like they're just as oddball way out. Like all three colleges, NC State, Duke, and Durham, or uh, um, UNC, they're within like a 10-mile radius. Like they're all mm-hmm. right there. Um, yeah, right there. And, and, but, but you hardly ever see an NC State fan. You hardly mm. ever see this back. You like if you, you if you're at a bar and there's an argument of basketball, you're not going to see red anywhere. You're going to see Carolina blue, and you're going to see Duke blue devil blue. Uh, yeah. Duke blue devil blue. You're not mm. going to see an NC State fan in any argument of anything. I um, mean, yeah. almost like my best friend. He lives in. Uh, uh, I want to say it's Durham still. Um, it's who I actually worked for when I was bouncing in Chapel Hill. Actually, yeah. um, when I was the last two years I was in the military, I actually worked with him. He was my manager at Brooklyn Pizzeria right there in Spring Lake. Um, and then once I got out of the military, I lived with him for the first year I was out um, before I moved on. Um, is it NC State fan? He's probably the only NC State fan I even knew. Um, and so it, it you just kind of feel bad for that fan group because it's not like it's some tiny college. It's not like they've never won a national yeah. title. Um, but like there's like no, you, you would think there's no dog in the fight. Like you, it's just like who is this third third wheel here? Like who are these people? Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's crazy. Um, yeah, I wish at times that Ohio State in this area, when it came to basketball in the tournament, like I, I'm, I pass UD Arena every day to go to work. And mm-hmm. other than the year that COVID shut down the tournament and we were one of the favorite teams to win it all, and yeah. I was still skeptical about it because even though we were highly ranked and people had us favored, we didn't hardly play anybody. And I take that, I take that a lot into consideration when you have these colleges, especially those years when you you watched uh, Boise State in football. Well, this should be in the tournament or the uh, the the college playoffs. Well, who'd yeah. you beat? Like, oh, yeah. just because yeah. you went undefeated, you didn't play nobody. Mm-hmm. And I was the same way with UD. I, you know. I was like, I could be wrong, but up to this point, you played nobody. I mean, who was in your conference? Like, that's mainly you. You've not beat a bunch of ranked teams. You've not beat a bunch of quality teams. You beat everybody up that you played, but you played everybody in your conference, which is not a – it's not like you're playing the ACC. It's not like even playing the SEC or even some Big Ten teams. You – I don't even know what our conference is when it comes to UD at the top of my head. But you didn't play nobody. 
Um, and so there's really, I know that I remember one year Wright State making it, and Wright State's like this teeny tiny college right up the road. Um, and, and you're talking years ago that they made the tournament. And, and of course, you wanted to cheer them on because when you talk about teeny tiny state, I'm trying to think of a, you know, it'd be like Fayetteville, Fayetteville State making the, the, the tournament. Um, of course, you're going to pull for them. You know, at Fayetteville State, Broncos yeah. have no chance in the world to make yeah. it. Just like the Wright State, I think they're the Raiders. Had no shot of winning the tournament, but that's that little teeny tiny college on on I don't even we're over on, but Merck for uh, Rice State or uh, Fayetteville State. You know they have yeah. no shot in the world, but they're in the tournament. So you're gonna pull for them, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and so that's that's really the only time I've ever had really excitement about any teams for us outside of the year that Greg Oden and the Buckeyes went, and then. Of course, yeah, Florida Gators yeah. won that, won the, won the tournament, and they won the national title the same year with the football team. Um, so, of course, as we move forward up through the tournament, and especially during the tournament, that's going to be uh, consuming a lot of our our show. So we're, we're going to obviously get ready for that and gear things for that and start catching these tournaments. Like I said, the Big East plays their tournament, starts playing this tournament this weekend. Um, so that's you know that's going to give us uh, for the next. Two, three, four, about four weeks. We're gonna have a lot to uh, um, kind of dive into and watch and keep up with because uh, there's gonna be a lot of basketball talk over the next four weeks. So we're looking forward to that as well. Of course, when that gets done, then now we got the draft to roll into and baseball season will be in full swing. And so we're mm-hmm. we're at the beginning of the the sports year for us. So looking forward to that as yeah. well. Um, before we before we start getting things wrapped up tonight, I want to make sure a that you guys check out the 110 Nation Sports on Facebook. So make sure you guys go to the 110 Nation Sports um, on Facebook. Give us a like. Um, a lot of things going on there. Share a lot of things. Keep you guys posted on all the shows. Um, don't forget you guys can go to www.the110nationsportsradio.com. Catch all our shows. All our shows automatically get uploaded over there. Um, if you visit that and decide that's not the platform you want to catch the show on, all you got to do is click the tabs on there. It's got all the different platforms that we do. The shows automatically get downloaded on. On top of that, it's great about technology. It automatically gets downloaded on our site. Then once it gets to the site, it automatically gets downloaded to all the different platforms. Um, like I said, most of the time I catch um, Race Chat Live on the iHeartRadio platform. But just make sure you just click on the link, follow it. That way it lets you know when the new shows come out. Um, it's on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Spreaker, iTunes, um, and Google Podcast and Podcast Addicts and a whole bunch of different platform platforms. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Uh, Mario, let them know. Website, Facebook actual physical address also i i don't know if i've told you this yet or not um one this this is not what i was going to tell you but one i'm still waiting on we're still waiting on the person that's supposed to create the actual intro i just went to a generic intro that i have in, in the thing hopefully it comes yeah. sometime soon if not i'll work on a different one but what i was going to tell you is okay. um the middle of april spring break um for the kids I will be in at Easter weekend, so I'll be rolling. I probably leave Friday. I think Friday or Saturday. I can't remember. 
Um, but I will be mm-hmm. there Easter weekend, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday right. in North Carolina. So we definitely need to catch up. Doc's birthday is on that Tuesday, up. the 11th. Okay. So uh, I, I think I might come back Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. But I'm going to be in town for four or five days. Um, so right. as a matter of fact, i got to see what Wednesday. day I rented the car to because if it's Wednesday, we might just be able to do the show together in, a, in the same same location. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, while you're while you're spitting off the uh, the stuff for Carolina Sports Plus, um, I'm gonna look to see what days I reserved the car for. And I'll let you know. All right, that'll work. You can catch us. You can catch catch Carolina Sports Plus physical location at 1318 Highway 401 Business, Race North Carolina. You can catch us. You can catch us online at and You can catch us on. Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. We all we have a whole bunch of good good deals, good prices. We're also doing a Jordan raffle giveaway. Live drawing will be this Friday at nine o'clock on Carolina Sports Plus. But uh, tickets are still available, and uh, check us out. April thirteenth. What the hell the week is that? So I do come back on a Thursday, so we might need to set that up, bring me, bring my laptop, and we actually uh, sit in the studio together um, that for that Wednesday show. So I don't actually come back to that Wednesday. Uh, and the 7th is when I got it. Oh, yeah, we're, def- yeah, we're definitely going to we're, yeah, we're definitely get together. All you got to do is tell me. Yeah. We, we can go out, have dinner somewhere. Have, we we going to have a good time when we get here. Just. Make a little time. We go have we go have a dinner somewhere one yeah. evening. And I definitely, I definitely gotta check out the Carolina Sports Plus there in Rayford as well while I'm in town. I, okay. I head out uh, that Friday. Yeah. I come down that way that Friday, and I don't come back. I rented it for a week. It's the same price for a whole week. Um, so I okay. rent it for a whole week. So uh, we'll definitely do that. Okay. Um, don't forget. Tuesday nights, right here on the One Two Nation Sports Radio Network. You guys can ch- ch- uh, catch Race Chat Live. Blah, blah, blah. Spit it out. Um, like them on Facebook. Um, of course, we'll be back here next Wednesday night. Um, the One Ten uh, One Ten Nation Sports Radio um, Show, or I'm sorry, the One Ten Nation Sports Show on the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, and next month, uh, Southern Dirt Track Report will be making its return to the network. If you're out there and you have a podcast that you do, and you need a place to syndicate it to, you want a, a, a network that uh, publishes the shows on the website and all these different platforms. Uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and so on, or maybe you don't have a platform yet and you want somewhere to do your show on. Uh, maybe at MrCJSports at gmail.com. Um, obviously, we only got three out of the seven days locked up, so we have definitely an opportunity to either syndicate your show on a day that we do not have a show. I don't care what day you do it on. We can syndicate it on any day we want to. You send me the uh, file mm. for it. Which uh, then will get us syndicated on other show or other platforms on our network, 
or if you uh, want to do it live, don't have a platform to do it on, we can talk about what day we can get you on here so I can run the studio um, and make it possible for you to do the show live on our network as well. So hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com, and uh, I'll definitely get back to you. Um, I ain't got nothing else. You got anything else uh, for our listeners there, Mario? Oh, no, no. Great, great. Great that you're back, and a uh, great show. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to being back here next week. Uh, of course, uh, you and I will be talking throughout the week and uh, get game plan for the next show. Until next time. All right. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 